What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode number 92. My name is Josh Toll, and I'm joined by my good friend, Brett Roberts. <coughs> As always, you all right over there? What's up? What's up? How are you? What's going on? All right. We were just speaking, and yeah, now I'm not all right. So we're actually going to end the show today. Put Josh in a bad mood. I asked him about life, and <laughs> let's just say Josh doesn't want to talk about life right now. No, I'm fine. I'm okay. Fine. How are you? I'm good, man. I, uh, you know been busy holidays are coming and uh, we have big things that are going on here as well as at work and um and at home as well so yeah very busy that's true listen i want to start the show by saying i want everybody to make sure that they're following us on social media and you know that they're subscribed and yeah all that stuff yeah do that um we are also on all audio platforms uh so that's right spotify apple music wherever you want to get your shit at we're yep. on those platforms yeah um you know all of our so all of our personal social links are in the description uh if you're just here for the main topic then and you're watching live then you should add a look but if you're watching it on playback then you can go in the description and click the timestamp, or you can be normal and just watch the entire video yeah what do we got today what are we talking about talking about so today we're talking about oh that was for the ending we're keeping that um we are doing our media consumption update, which is just, you know, as we always do, talking about games and movies and anime that we're watching. Yep. Um, we have some interesting video game releases coming up. Of course, the big one, the Callisto Protocol, uh, coming up this week. Uh, the Abysmal Chronicles, we have talking about Stalker uh, cosplayers getting murked by Russia, which is not good. Um, some slick stories talking about the Witcher remake news, December PS Plus games being leaked. Um, song wasn't long enough the snitch tw uh, uh leaking stuff on twitter uh, about something else going to speculate on that um and a new release of portal actually talking about that should be interesting portal's awesome dude portal is awesome um and then um obviously our main topic is talking about the callisto protocol you know and yahoo uk breaking their embargo and um you know talking about some early impressions of the game not our impressions we didn't break embargo yahoo did so reacting to that yeah. Uh, as well. And I'm drinking some nice. Dubby. Dubby We're sponsored by Dubby. Uh, use code SLICK to save 10%, but more on that later. All right. Well, I think it's time for us to hop into our media consumption update then. Uh, let's talk about what we've been watching, what we've been playing, and what's going on in our lives. Yeah. What are you watching? I have a lot for you this week. Uh, first of all, we were together, and we watched uh, the horror movie Skin and Marink. Yeah, I have to put I have to put a little pin in that because I want to say, OK, anyone that has seen this movie at this point is probably watching it illegally, nefariously, nefariously, not me. I didn't we're not. I didn't break the law. I didn't break the law either, but some people might have. Well, we did not. Let's just let it be known. Uh, And I know that the creator is upset that a lot of people are, are watching it, but uh, we did see it. So. I just wanted to make that Your legitimate means. We were at the film. We were at the virtual film festival. That's right. We were. Is that anyway. all you had to say about that? Uh, yeah, I, I think that it's getting a lot of uh, skin. Marink is getting a lot of attention right now in the horror community. If you are a fan of horror movies, I'm sure you've heard of this film and it is kind of blowing up online right now. Love it or hate it. It's getting a lot of attention. Yeah. So um, what did you think? I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, I think, first of all, it's super creative. Um, really, I think goes to show you what you can do on like a, shoe, a shoestring budget. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's there's let's just say there's not a lot of actual humans seen in the entire movie, and I think that's really bold and interesting. And it was shot really interestingly and used a bunch of stock sounds and you know all these things which I think kind of everybody has at their disposal if you wanted to make something. And I thought it was pretty good. It also has some of the most tense um, lead up to jump scares I think that I've seen in a movie in a long time I'm thinking about particularly towards the middle of the film when one of the children goes upstairs to the bedroom um yeah I mean one of the most expertly crafted sequences I've seen I think ever in horror but other than that I think it was fine so yeah I think it was fine I uh I was kind of jealous watching it. I was like, damn, this is so low budget and so easy to do. I wish I did this. Yeah. Uh, and also, I, I I just saw it as like, to me, I was just and I've been seeing the comparison that it's like watching paint dry this film. And uh, I kind of get that because you are watching a lot of nothing mm-hmm. for a very long time. And then when something does happen, you're like, ah, there it is. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of understand that watching paint dry thing. And I. I think my letterboxd review kind of says it, it sums it up as best as I can. It was like a series of JPEGs put in the most unsettling way possible, like the most unsettling order you could put JPEGs uh, in order to make a film, right? Yeah. Uh, Apparently, the creator of Skin and Marink made a short film before that called Heck, and it's the same concept, the same, uh, basically the same film on even less budget, Mm. even lesser budget. So. I have to check that out through legal means as well. All right. Um, and then we also watched um, Bookended with Skin Marink super bad when we were together this weekend. And I'm just here to tell you, I forgot how excellent of a of a comedic film that is. And um, boy, oh boy, <laughs> that movie's fucking awesome. I am McLovin. <laughs> that movie rules, dude. Yeah, dude. That movie really is does. so good. I uh, I guess maybe when I when we when that movie came out, we were so young. We yeah. watched it, but we were so young. And it was funny then, but it not... was funny then. But rewatching it as an adult, I mean, we were we were cackling. Yeah. Um, that film is awesome. And also, some of the parts I think now that we're older, some of the parts that weren't funny to us then were funnier now. Uh, yeah. Like I think the the, co- the stuff with the cops and McLovin is probably the funniest shit in the whole movie. Yeah. And most of that kind of flew over my head as a kid. And watching it now, I'm like, damn that. Like uh, I'm not, I almost said Danny McBride, Seth Rogen, and um, Hater, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. They're fucking funny dudes, man. Yeah. So. So. Yeah, it's a great was, film. That was a good rewatch. Uh, a movie that should be called Super Bad because it's terrible. I also watched was Black Adam. Mm. Um, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, really just terrible bottom tier superhero garbage too um really bad really awful i don't have anything nice to say about it that's all i that's all i have to say about it is that i have nothing nice to say about it and if you have nothing nice to say about something then well don't say anything at all well what's this what's this other movie you have here tar what, what it's so tar dude let me tell you about this movie. i've heard so much about this one of the complete opposite one of the best movies i've ever seen mm. like this movie is fucking incredible. Um, it is a from. It's about a 
composer, a female composer, and her navigating through her career. It's presented almost like a biopic, but it's not a biopic. And she's not a real person. And she's not a real person, no. Completely fictional. But, dude, it's fucking awesome. As somebody that works in the arts, too, I don't feel like... A lot of people are talking about um, that Spielberg movie. I don't... I forget what it's called. That just came out. Um, but it's basically like a biopic about himself as a filmmaker. Mm, I heard about this. People are saying, like, oh, I feel so seen as, like, a filmmaker, whatever. I feel seen as somebody that works in theater and the arts in watching this movie. Not now. Anybody that's watched the movie, I'm not saying I condone any of the topics presented in there. But I'm saying that watching it, I was like, holy shit. Whoever presented this movie knows the inner workings of working in the arts and how fucking abysmal it is. And um, the main actress, Kate Blanchett, just gives one of the best performances I've ever seen. Um, and the ending, see, I, I, I can't, I don't know if I can recommend this movie to you because I think you'll find it quite boring. However, for you, it's almost worth watching the whole movie just to get to the end. The literally the last shot. That's awesome. Because there's worlds that collide. Let's just say the world of classical art collides with video games and the way in which it, dude, that's why I want you to watch the movie. Now, it's two and a half hours long, so you're going to have to sit through like two hours and 20 minutes of stuff that you might not find super interesting. Although you might. I think it's well acted, but there's a lot of gibberish in there for people. Like it's it's music speak constantly, and the movie doesn't give you any exposition. So people are just talking about music, and if you don't operate within music, it might be a little hard to sit through, if that makes any sense. Yeah, like absolutely. The, like the performances are good, but it's like listening to somebody speak a different language. Which there's a lot of it in the movie with no subtitles, by the way. Speaking is a it... different language. Oh, okay. Is yeah. it like that movie uh, Whiplash? Yeah, it's not quite as accessible as Whiplash. Um, right. I, I do think you, you would find the, the subject matter interesting. It's basically this woman composer who you're watching her on the path to getting canceled, essentially. Like, yeah. But it's it's like a movie that you typically watch of like a white dude. Like a white dude uh, get canceled, but it's done with a woman. So it's Justin Long's character from Barbarian. Literally, quite exactly, exactly, okay. exactly. Um, okay. But I found, dude, it's um, I haven't I haven't watched a movie that I've enjoyed that much in in quite a long time, and it's two hours and forty minutes long almost. I didn't pause it a single time. I didn't move. Like I was glued uh, from the very beginning. So nice, highly recommend. Good to hear. Yeah, good I, to hear. and I just talked about that for a while. And we have to move on, but that's what I'm watching um also tv and anime chainsaw man i know we're both watching it chainsaw man fucking slaps yeah uh i finished andor uh andor is the best star wars television show you should watch it strong ending or what uh extremely yeah extremely strong ending i think you'll quite enjoy it i um i love the mandalorian don't get me wrong andor is the best Star Wars that we've gotten in the Disney era. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! And if I and if getting another Andor means we don't get stuff like the Mandalorian anymore, I'm okay with that. Even though I think there's a world where we can get both. Now for that bitch, for that bitch. 
Uh, and then lastly, games for me. Um, we both played the Evil Dead game. Um, I'm I I really didn't enjoy my time with it to be honest with you. I really didn't like it at all. Um, I I we played it because we were playing with friends. I hated it to be honest with you. I really didn't like it at all. And I'm a huge Evil Dead fan. Uh, I I don't want to fucking play that game again. Uh, I only feel, played I, two games. I feel like I I was playing the same game I've played eighty thousand times before, but somehow worse. I'm with an Evil Dead in on it. Re- literally, um, I really didn't like it. So sorry. Uh, we played Halo, some Forge, uh, custom game modes in there. I, so abysmal. I don't even have anything to say about that. They added the thing that people want, but you can't even play with other people. The whole point is to play with people online and have stupid fun. You can play with friends, and there's some interesting stuff on there, community creations, but you can't matchmake. So what is the point? And it's not coming out till March! Anyway. Um, I can't believe it. Last two things. Also playing Signalis on uh, the Steam Deck. Nominated for Game of the Year. It's a horror game. Um, really f- cool. Really fun. And then Slay the Spire is what I've been spending most of my time with. Yeah. Um, since Thanksgiving. This game is fucking awesome. I'm addicted addicted to it. It is much like it's a lot like Vampire Survivors, where like it's a roguelike, but it's not dense and it's really easy to pick up and play. Yeah. And it's it feels very accessible and the card based element of it is really cool. And it just feels, I don't know, man, it's like an hour or a run will take you anywhere from an hour to two. And Oh I wow. Thought, for a roguelike, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, even when you're, you know, you're not doing great, it's a little forgiving in some areas. Um, but there's also, it's, there's just so much co- like complexity to it. It's, it's kind of like, um, vampire survivors where you have different characters that have different abilities with their class or whatever right um and then you build decks based around that um it's really good it's a lot of fun i'm quite enjoy. i think i've spent like 20 hours with it already oh my god that's like how much i've spent on vampire survivors total <laughs> um i i don't know i i just I, I i'm loving it i highly recommend it i'm playing it on the steam deck um it is a little buggy there are some issues i know the game's been out for a long time though too um and the only reason I started playing it, honestly, with you, a little fun snippet, and then I'll turn it over to you, is because I was wanted to play Signalis when I was away, but I, my Steam Deck wasn't connected to the internet. My save didn't update to the internet for Signalis, so therefore I couldn't play the game. That's not good. I couldn't play the game. It wouldn't launch. It said you must connect to the internet to launch. You couldn't heard, connect it to your phone? I've heard about this. Uh, I probably could have, but I've heard about this issue before. Um, and it, it's negated by just connecting to the internet, but I, I didn't know what the Wi Fi password was. I didn't care. So I was yeah, like, if you, you know can't, what? then I was like, I have Slay the Spire. I want to try it out. And here I am. And I haven't played Signalis since I started Slay the Spire. So not good. Anyway, that's all I have. Sorry. I was long winded right. there, but let's go. No, you're good. Um, I'm going to keep this really quick and short because most of it is stuff that we've already talked about. So I watched Skin and Marink. I watched Super Bad. Uh, I played Evil Dead. I played Halo. I'm watching Chainsaw Man. We talked about all that. The thing that I've been spending most of my time with is Pokemon Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you a little update on where I'm at. How do you like it? Just quick, you know, two, 30 second review. Let's hear it. It's good. Okay. It's really fun. Good. 
a lot of the changes that they made feel great, Good. but a lot of it is half baked. And I think that that okay. is pretty common for Pokemon. Yeah. Um, quickly, I'll mention that instead of just going after gyms now, there's basically three different paths that you can take. And you, it's not one or the other. You're going to do all three paths, but you can choose to, cho like, to tackle each path in whatever order you want. You could start one, go to another one, go to a different one. You can go you can get eight gym badges in a row and then decide, hey, I want to go start doing the other thing. You could do that if you want. But in the end, in order to beat the game, you have to complete all three paths. Gotcha. One of them is all of the gyms. So you'd fight eight gyms like normal. Um, they made a really dumb change here that I don't like where instead of you'd get to a gym and there's a bunch of other trainers that you have to fight and then you get to the gym leader. They took that element out. So now mm -hmm. you get to a city, you get to a gym. And you have to do a gym challenge and each gym has a different mini game. And if you beat the mini game, you get to fight the gym leader. Sometimes there'll be chat like trainers that, that challenge you in that mini game, but most of the time it's not. Okay. The mini games go from a, a DDR ripoff where you just push buttons that it tells you to push to sledding down a hill in the worst controlled thing I've ever played in my oh, life. No. They're bad. But anyway, that's the gym challenge. Then there is like the team rocket of this game, and you're going around trying to beat all of the leaders of the of the team in order to take them down. And you like raid their base. Okay. Um, I did all that. I got all the gym badges. And then finally, there are these things. I, I think they're called Titan Pokemon. And basically, there are these giant Pokemon out in the wild, and you go out and you have to investigate them and like stop them. So those are the three different paths. You have the gym, you have the team battle, and you have the Titans. And once you beat all of those, the story kind of comes together and all the characters from all three paths kind of come together. And that is how the game is, is completed. A lot of things I don't like. The game runs like shit. The game looks like shit. It's not <laughs> as bad as I thought. It is not as bad as I thought, but it's bad. Yeah. And also just strange things like there's a lot less NPCs that have meaningful dialogue for you to like talk to. There's no more insides of buildings. Unless it's a building that yeah, is like part of the story, you yeah. straight up can't go inside any building. Yeah. Uh, so towns just look cool and there's no buildings to go in really at all. Yeah. Uh, so surface level, very, you know. I do have one basic. question for you. I've heard a lot of people complaining that there's no voice acting in it. Yeah. Um, now, to my knowledge, and I might be wrong because I'm, I've really only played a couple Pokemon games. Pokemon's never had voice acting before, right? And if that's mm -mm. the case, do you think that it should have it it's time okay yeah we have see i've seen that around a lot we have like these cutscenes that are supposed to be emotional and they're really just fucking cringy because there's just silence yeah it's it's bad dude mm. and uh i don't know the mouths even move but there's no dialogue <laughs> yeah it's weird it's really weird uh but yeah so I, i'm enjoying it i'm, I'm addicted like I, I i'm playing the shit out of it and this happens sure. with every pokemon game that comes out sure um, which is why I knew I was I was going to like it regardless. But yeah, I'm well, excited I'm, to finish. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. Uh, there's one more thing I watched and I put it down here in in our notes here. Josh, I watched the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers pilot episode, which I did not even know existed. And I don't even know if you know that this existed. Have you seen this? Is it? It's not episode one. It's not on Netflix. No, this is a pilot that they filmed. To try to get the show picked up. Like the names of all the characters are the same. Except for like Zordon is called Zoltar. Instead of. Yes. Yes. Bro. I remember. It, 
I remember. I don't ridiculous. think I watched it. I remember reading something about it back when God, whenever it was, when the mighty, when the new Power Rangers movie was coming out, and I was rewatching yeah. the series. I think I found it on Reddit, and somebody was talking about it, but I never. I don't think I watched it. Dude, real quick though, pull it up. I I, I put the link there. This in is a, funny in our, in our document. Yeah, okay. people are gonna think this is funny, dude. Here, let me. Uh, let's switch to. The... You, I'm assuming you want me to show this to people, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want you to show them a, a couple scenes here. Um, first, sword on this. All right, go to five minutes and eight seconds, dude. Sorry, I was listening to the theme. Okay, uh, five minutes and eight seconds. Yeah, look at Zordon, dude. It's Rito. <laughs> All right. Oh my 743, dude. Drawn from the I can't I cannot believe this. That is awesome, dude. We'll have to watch this. I wonder dude, we, you think we'd we get, should. we think we'd get claimed if we like streamed it. I <laughs> don't reaction. Dude, I don't know. It's so bad. And like there's a part where you can clearly see them switch to like the Sentai footage instead of the uh, American footage because like, the quality just gets so shitty. Um, but yeah, I, I found that and I laughed my ass off watching it because of how shitty it is. Damn. All right. Well, that's that. So that's all I got for you. So, Josh, I think it's time that we roll the intro for the show and get the podcast on the road here. Okay. If uh, you can do that. I, I can. What do you got for me? All right, Josh. Today we're going to talk about the video game releases that are coming up this week, and then we're going to talk about some abysmal stories and some slick stories in the news of the gaming world. So let's start off. Video game releases. First of all, we have Warhammer 40K Darktide releasing for PC and Xbox Series S and X tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have Gundam Evolution finally launching on PS5, Xbox Series S and X, PS4, and Xbox One on December 1st. That is actually pretty cool. I'm I'm excited to play that on console now that we uh yeah, finally can play that. <clears throat> Callisto Protocol is coming out for PC, PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, PS4 and Xbox 1 on December 2nd, which is this Friday. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that and we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Yep. Marvel's Midnight Suns is finally coming out for PC. Oh wait, no. Wait. Did this come out for Switch already? 
I don't think so. I don't. Is it coming to Switch? Yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna look it up. Um. Now I just want to listen to the Power Rangers theme song. Does it come for Switch? But there's what? Okay, so I'm glad I just looked this up. So. Marvel's Midnight Suns is releasing for PC, PS5, Xbox Series S and X on December 2nd, but it's not releasing on the last-gen consoles, including the Switch, until a later date. The game was shown off at a Nintendo Direct. It was announced at a Direct. Later date. Wow. That's that's sad. Stinky Uh, Switch. Need for Speed Unbound. The game that has been rumored and leaked and maybe was going to get canceled for a little bit. They, they are shipping this thing out. If you buy it, I'm so sorry. This is going to be the quickest cash grab I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's releasing for PC, PS5, Xbox Series, SNX on December 2nd, this Friday. Apparently it runs really well on PC, on higher end PCs. Listen, I don't doubt it, man. They've been working on it for about 20,000 years, so... Hello Neighbor 2 is releasing on PC, PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, PS4, and Xbox One on December 6th. And the game I'm waiting for, dude, Firefighting Simulator The Squad is releasing on PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, PS4, and Xbox One on December 6th. There are people that exclusively only play simulator games like that. Like Power Washing Simulator and Truck Driver Simulator. Yeah, Yeah. and honestly, if that's all you want to do, you have a lot of video games to do that with. So, yeah. Enjoy. A lot of cash grabs. All right, Josh, uh, let's hop into the Abysmal Chronicles. Yeah. We have some really abysmal stories today. Uh, Damn, I actually, like that. I like that just one abysmal story for today and a lot of good stories. I think you could call our main topic an abysmal story, too. Yeah, the fact that they would do that is pretty abysmal. Um, but do you want to take the abysmal story or should sure. I? Sure. What is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're you're of this uh of this region so i think you might have some commentary here sure dude stalker cosplayers were killed after russia allegedly mistakes them for ukraine spies this is coming that's via- <clears throat> it is this is coming via game rant so three stalker cosplayers adoring costumes from the popular video game and movie were reportedly killed after the russian fsb where the federal security bureau a.k.a. the KGB, mistook them for Ukrainian spies from 250 kilometers away from the war-torn country. The deceased drew attention of the FSB, the main successor, well, I just said that, main successor agency to the KGB. You called it. I called ahead of of game right here. After its intelligence indicated they possessed uniforms marked with a green wolf head insignia associated with Volya, an obscure Ukrainian ultra-right nationalist party. However, the uniforms in question were reportedly costumes based on one of the factions from the Stalker series. Russia says, Brett, though, that they thwarted a sabotage attempt that was sanctioned by Ukraine. That's so bad. <laughs> I mean, here, here, here's, I mean, you want to know what my actual opinion is? Is that I don't think either side knows what the hell is going on. You know, this is at still, this point, this is still very much like fog of war territory. You know what I mean? Who who really knows what's going on? One right. side says one thing, one side says the other thing. But to me, if their uniforms were found with that, 
like and it's from the video game that seems pretty cut and dry to me i don't know Regardless. so the immediate immediate question i have is why would you be dressed like that yeah that's also probably not a good idea but, but if they were like at a convention like that's one yeah, thing yeah, if they, the convention and war-torn ukraine for stalker that's what i'm saying why would you be dressed like yeah why would I you don't... be cosplaying in a war in a war country as a fucking soldier that seems like a really bad idea yeah but i don't that's not saying that i think that they're dumb for doing that i mean they should be able to do whatever they want there shouldn't be a war in their country right yeah so, i don't really know what how what the validity of this story is again from either side even though i am ukrainian i mean but that doesn't mean that i mean I don't have anything else to say other than I don't know how much I trust this story. It's abysmal on both sides, and I don't know. Russia's yeah. bad for killing somebody if they're cosplaying. You're bad for cosplaying uh, Stalker or whatever. I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> There's a reason it's in the Abysmal Chronicles, because yeah. it's an abysmal story. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're jumping into some slick stories. So, the Witcher remake, I should probably stop the sound before I start. That way you can cut it up into a video. We need to do that. Um, but yeah, so the Witcher remake will be open world. CD Projekt Red has now confirmed. This is a story coming from IGN. IBN. B What's stands that stand for, for Irritable bowel. No way. That's right. I, IGN should just be IBS, Irritable Bowel Syndrome. Because I have that, I think. Their website sucks, dude. And so do it I, does. So. Yeah. You click news and then it's like, what news do you want? And it's like, there's no gaming option. You have to click on a console. It's bad, dude. It's a mess. Um, I've also found them stories using, using their own proprietary um, image files on their website. So you can't rip the images before. Really? Yeah. Like dot weird dot whatever files that I've never seen before in my life. Dot IGN files. <laughs> yeah. Dot BAD files. Right. <laughs> yeah um well so <laughs> revealed during its third quarter financial results cd project red briefly mentioned its announcement of the witcher remake saying that it will be a story-driven single-player open world rpg the yeah, studio yeah. had previously only confirmed that it would be another full-fledged witcher game but as the original is not open world there was still speculation whether or not the remake would resemble the 2007 version or something closer to the witcher 3 wild hunt it sounds like we're getting something closer to the Witcher 3. Good. Because the first two Witcher games are but Is Witcher 2 also not open world? I don't believe so. I mean, to be honest with you, I only played a couple hours on the 360 way back in the day. Okay. Uh, and I don't fully remember, but I do not remember it being open world. No. And I also remember it not being interesting at all. <laughs> so. It just, it makes sense. You have all these fans of the series. Uh, this is like if they remade Fallout 1 today and they didn't like remake it as an open world RPG right. and they left it as like a strategy game. I think Same that's, a, thing. that's a great comparison. And I totally agree. And the fans would be like, what is this game? If they didn't make it an right. open world game. Right. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. I'll play it. Yeah. All right. December PlayStation plus games have leaked. This is via deal labs. Deal labs is the one that leaks everything for PS plus. So deal labs, the source of the usual PS plus offering leaks has revealed the next batch of free games, which will include, are you ready? I'm ready. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. <gasps> Already own it. Is that all of them or just the first game? No, it's the three. First three games. 
That's good, dude. I'm going to play them now. Uh, although I, I might want to play them on my deck. I platinum the first two. And then I started the third game, and let's just say it goes off the rails. Understood. Uh, Biomutant, which is a game I've owned since launch and haven't played once. You own it? Dang. I got a Wario 64 notification like a year before the game came out, and it was like, you can get the collector's edition of Biomutant for the price of the regular version of Biomutant. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, like a $250 game. For like 60 bucks, I'll do it. So I did it. The statue broke literally the first second I opened the box. And then the game did not review well. So, yeah, it's been, it was middling from what I remember. Although I have been curious about it. This might be one of those games where I just like play, you know, randomly. Yeah. And I heard it got better plow, with updates. Plow through it. It's open world. I've heard it's a relatively easy platinum and there's some interesting parts about it. So, yeah. And the final game is Divine Knockout, which I don't know anything about. It seems to me as if this is one of those like multiplayer games that they give out uh, that usually have like a lot of players online during that month, and then they kind of fade away, and no one ever plays them again. Yeah, I could be wrong. That's just my initial uh, opinion. I don't know, uh, and I don't care. All of these are going to be on PS4 and PS5, so that's pretty cool. You can get the PS5 version if you have that console. Yeah, yeah. All right, another uh, another story here in the Slick Stories. The Snitch, the popular gaming leaker on Twitter, has teased something new, Josh. So The Snitch took to Twitter early this morning with a tweet that said, quote, my memories, my experiences are gone. All I have right now, one shot. Nobody knows what that means. No, I do see. Do you have it? There's a link here to a discord to find another hint. Do you have this information? It's in the it's in the uh, data, the doc. Okay, read it. What have we got? So he provided one final clue for what game he could be referring to uh, in a photo that he posted to Discord. The photo, which I've linked there. I don't know if you have it. Oh, I didn't even see the photo. Hang on. That's what I'm saying. It's in the doc, yeah. Oh, 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 my bad. In a photo that they posted to Discord. Uh, the photo shows a, I don't know how to say this word, Maginot, 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 it shows a fort built in the 1930s to def- to deter German invasion in France. So a lot of people saw this image and they thought, oh, it's Stalker. Uh, which we just talked about a little bit ago. But um, the quote is what everyone is kind of unsure of. Nobody really knows what that is. I had people saying Final Fantasy 7 no. remaked part two. No. Uh, but then the image came out, right? So there, were, there was people speculating it's Kingdom Hearts. People were speculating it's it's Final Fantasy. Then that image came out, and now everybody is really confused. Somebody said Kojima's game. Um, so, what do you think? I think that this is a game that we're going to see revealed at the Game Awards. Yeah, I think that the Snitch has seen the trailer. Okay, and I don't necessarily think that the 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 fort has anything to do with the narrative. I think that the fort is probably just like a setting in one of the cutscenes in the trailer. For example, um, in, in Death Stranding, there's scenes where you go back in time uh, and you see Cliff fighting in the war. Right. Right. So I think this could be something like that, or maybe it's Death Stranding 2, and uh, a scene takes place in, in one of these bunkers, or there's a bunker in the trailer. I don't know. Uh, maybe it is Stalker, but I heard Stalker was delayed because of the war. So I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's Stalker. I don't know. 
don't know. I really am stumped on this one. Interesting. I think the snitch is Jeff Keeley. They talk back and forth, dude. I think it's Jeff Keeley. And Trevor Henderson talks with them too. Yeah, I'm I'm not joking you. I think it's Jeff Keeley. Not Trevor Henderson. What's the leaker dude's name? Trevor Tom Roberts? Henderson. Tom Henderson. Tom Henderson. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Jeff Keeley. And one day I might do a video on all of the evidence that points to it. So, Okay. All right, the final story I have in the Slick Stories. NVIDIA announces a December release date for Portal RTX. You're like, Brett, what's Portal RTX? Well, I'll tell you. The story is coming from IGN. So NVIDIA has announced that its graphically enhanced upgrade Portal RTX is arriving on December 8th. Revealed in a blog post, the December release date marks a small delay from the company's original November launch plans, but fans still only have another week or so to wait. The free DLC for Portal upgrades the 2007 puzzle game with ray tracing and remade high-resolution textures. DLSS 2 allows for full ray tracing, while NVIDIA's latest DLSS 3 technology improves the frame rate 2.8 times over for those who own an RTX 40 series graphics card. So sorry. Bless you. I just blew everybody's ears up. I'm so sorry. I couldn't meet my mic in time. So you're a uh, digital foundry tech guy. You care about all this stuff. I do. What does this mean? Is this good? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Okay. Um, and it's such a, it's an older game. Like we've seen some stuff. I mean, with even older games, like there's like Doom RTX and those things. Those were not official though. Those were mods. Um, so it's going to add, did, did it say, I, I should have been listening to you more closely. Did it say just ray trace lighting or is it ray trace reflections too? Uh, it does not say. Okay. Well, regardless, um, if it adds ray trace lighting or reflections or both, um, there's so much overhead now with old games like this to still get high frame rate. And then DLSS, which is deep learning, super sampling allows you to like, basically what it does is it takes the native resolution and lowers it and then uses AI to upscale it for a better image. So you get a better frame rate. Um, I anticipate this game running like a beast at max settings with all that stuff. If you have the appropriate hardware. That's so. awesome. It's cool yeah, that they're updating it as free DLC too. So many years later. Right. I and just wish they make games Portal that, 3. Well, who knows? Maybe that's next. Uh, I did see that there's like an engine or some kind of a tool that they're using to make this upgrade and that this is just one of the games that is receiving this uh, treatment. So TF2 is next. I don't know if they're necessarily all Valve games, but Half-Life. All right. So that's all we got in the uh, Slick Stories and the Abysmal Chronicles. Uh, let's get to our main topic. But before we do, before we talk about the Callisto Protocol and its review that is now leaked, we got to talk about our sponsor for today's episode and every episode of Hapticast that we've done so far, and that's Dubby. I'm finishing a bottle of it right now. A bottle of Dub. So listen, ladies and gents, if you didn't know, Dubby was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crashes. Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropics, including the patented Neurofactor. There's no calories. There's no sugar, there's no artificial colors, there's no fillers, none of the bad stuff, but all that sweet, sweet, good stuff that you need to be active and awake during your life. So listen, your current energy drink may cost you anywhere from 2 to $3 per can. W only costs $1 per drink. So head on over to W.GG. That's right, W.GG. That's their website. And if you go there right now and use code SLICK, you'll save 10% at checkout. 
not just on the powder drinks, not on the bottles. Listen, this is on everything. Merch, if you want hats, if you want hoodies, everything. Save 10%, use code SLICK. If you find it hard to work or study, use code SLICK to save on Dubby. That's right. Use code SLICK, S-L-I-C-K, <clears throat> save 10% on your order at W.G.G. Let's start the show. Josh, let's start the show. Main topic, Callisto Protocol. Yes. We need to discuss this. So the other day, you messaged me and you said, I got bad news. And I said, oh, no, what's the bad news? And you said, Brett, the Callisto Protocol is embargoing their reviews until release day, which is everyone in the industry knows. If you're a gamer, you know what this means. Something is wrong. It's not looking good, folks. Historically, yes. Historically. But you did mention there's a day one patch. And it's possible that they didn't want a review that doesn't reflect that day one patch to go out. Yada, right. yada, yada. It's supposed to be like a 26 gig day one patch or something like that. So pretty hefty. Right. That's massive. However, we have right now on the show a review of the Callista Protocol that was not supposed to go live from we Yahoo do. UK. We do. So I don't want to spoil ourselves and I don't want to spoil anyone out there. So I yeah. just took some notes from the review and I just want to talk about mm -hmm. them with you because we basically have information about how long the game is, how right. the graphics look, how the, the campaign is, right? Yeah, so, Th this is great information because this actually solidifies my, um, and I know it's one review, but my ability to pre-order it, I feel better after reading this review. Right. Um, and it's factual stuff that isn't, uh, some of it could be biased because you said it's it's one review. Right. But like if they tell us the length of the game, like that's not something that right. is an opinion that is like a fact. Right. So basically what happened is today Yahoo UK accidentally posted their Callisto protocol review, right? Again, breaking the embargo that Brett just talked about. Um, and here are just some of the notes that we have um, from the review that Brett saw before it was taken down. Correct. You saw the actual live page. Uh, so someone posted this to Reddit. Mm -hmm. The link was then taken down. Right. The, the page was taken down. The website took it down. Uh, but someone quickly copied sure. the whole review and put it into a, a text post. Excellent. So here is what we can expect from the Callisto protocol. Superb graphics add to the excitement. And of course, the graphics are superb. Let's go. We, we know this. We've seen stuff from it. We've seen gameplay. They've been boasting about their engine and their destruction physics and all that stuff. Right. Shockingly so, in fact, they really do homage to the sci-fi setting. The expressions on the character faces, spookily similar to the actors voicing them, are loving and lovingly and realistically rendered. The monsters look gruesomely realistic. The rare glimpses we get of Jupiter through the windows of the prison are beautiful. What do you think about that? Graphic fidelity seems like it's a plus check. Yeah, and we've seen some stuff about this in recent weeks. They just posted, uh, I think it was PlayStation Australia posted that image of the two versions of it was the actor and it was the rendered in real time image of the right. of the oh, actor. Yeah. And it, it was phenomenal, right? So we knew that this game was going to have good graphics. The question is, how does it run? And this review doesn't really touch on that too much, um, but they don't knock it. Yeah, I did. So after one of my big things when I texted you about this was I'm not playing the game if it's at 30 FPS. 
Mm. I'm not doing yeah. it. I don't. Pl- I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not making concessions. If your game runs at thirty, I ain't playing it. That's no. it. I'm just not doing it. That's, bi- that's big. Okay. Sixty FPS minimum. I don't care if it's 1080p. I don't care if it's 1440p. I don't care if it's 4K. If you're not giving me 60 frames minimum, I'm not playing your game. I'm just not doing it anymore. It doesn't feel good. It's not enjoyable. It's a slog to me. Right. I forgot that actually in October they posted stuff because they were asked directly. It was them responding to something else that was out. I think it was like about Evil West or something at the time. And they were like, this is a good time to confirm something. And then they said, and also there'll be 60 FPS performance modes and 30 FPS fidelity modes on console. Hmm. So good. I forgot about that. I mean, I guess I have to take them at their word then, but <clears throat> I don't know. This right. this review didn't have anything about the performance, so I'm hoping it was okay. Yep. Then it continues, the game is only 12 to 14 hours long, but it also manages to pack an awful lot in, alongside several levels set in different parts of the prison that require you to use different skill sets, stealth, brute, brute force, accurate shooting, etc. It changes things up periodically via some massive and breathtaking set pieces that involve, respectively... Oh, oh, that involved, respectively, a flume ride through a sewer system and free-falling through debris of a collapsing space station. It's we've epic stuff and well worth the price of the game by itself. Right. Not a spoiler. We've seen that. One of the trailers that have released was of the main character in that log flume-esque thing through the sewer. Yeah. Um. So 12 to 14 hours? I'm here for that, honestly. Perfect. Yeah, I don't need it to be any longer than that. Nope. Less is more. And more right. is not always more. Right. So, and that just goes on to the next point, which they talk about how scary the game is in the narrative itself. Mm-hmm. So you can move on, but I just wanted to point out, like twelve to fourteen hours of like a good narrative. Yeah, it's really all I need. You know, it's all I want. That's a uh, that's excellent. Yeah. Um. So they continue here that this game could be a lot scarier, adding in more jump scares, leaning into the gratuitous violence even more than it already has, but it also takes the time to weave in a compelling tale. Thoughts? I don't care about that. I think that's actually good. Yeah. I think a lot of the scares, quote unquote, from the game come, it's a survival horror, right? Come from the survival aspect, come from the atmosphere of mm-hmm. it, <clears throat> come from the planning and the moment to moment gameplay and the ammo, you know, res- reservation and, and your supply management and all that stuff. Um, yeah. And I'm, of course, I still want a good narrative too. I think Glenn Schofield is one of um, the industry's greatest storytellers um with all that he has done he has made some of the biggest survival horror games but also some of the best just narrative video games including um i believe he was the director for infinite warfare for call of duty which is (laughs) the the best call of duty campaign that there is Um, so with troy baker and kevin spacey and um no that's advanced warfare that's advanced warfare okay this is the one that takes place in space for the most part. Oh, right. You really like that one, actually. I never finished it. Yeah, and that was directed by Schofield. Oh, wow. Um, so he, I, th- I, th- I think he's he's excellent. So I'm here for the scares, and I'm here for the, the narrative. And then the last point here that we're, that there we have a snippet of the review here, it says, it says, let's be clear. This game is not for everybody, obviously. But the Callisto Protocol has set out to do one thing, create a superb horror, survival horror game. Survival? So, sorry, they it said horror slash survival game. I, I hope this reviewer knows that it's called survival horror and in that it has delivered magnificently magnificently Jesus. just don't play it with the lights off i will be playing it with the lights off and i'm ready 
that actually makes me happy to see that at the end because it they kind of like downplayed the horror aspect a little bit in the first and then, in the paragraph and then before that. Themselves, yeah. And then he contradicts himself by saying, don't play with the lights off. So I'm, I'm actually here for that. Yeah. So I also know, too, and I, I, I'm i not going to look at it and I don't want us to look at it. And I'm sure nobody else really wants to see it, you know, because we don't want to be spoiled for the game, um, which is another thing. Now, I hope people don't comment spoilers if they've seen it. Um, might have to, to go on media black happen. Nah, but, no but a few fine. hours, a um, couple of hours of gameplay has leaked from people that have the game in their hands, too. Um, and I just want to say that that also sucks. I don't know, you know, I'm happy that this review leaked, but I also, you know, it shouldn't have because of the embargo. Um, yeah, it sucks. But e even though I have a problem with the embargo being on the review date, but also like footage of the game has leaked from people that have in their hands, which also sucks. That's yeah, that for, I, I for, for the like team and, and Glenn Schofield, you know? Yeah, I think that it, they're lucky that the one review that did get posted early is a positive one yeah. because we could be singing a very different tune right now if it was a negative. So. Right. No, that's true. So I don't know. Are you going to pre-order it? No, no, I don't pre-order really. Uh, I'll pick it up. Yes, you do. You pre-order a lot. Um, not like something like this. No, like I. This is one of those games that I'll probably get for Christmas. Hmm. I have so much I'm doing right now. I, I really don't have time to to play anything anyway. Um, I'll let someone else buy it for me. All right. But I do want to listen. That's not saying I don't. If I, if it wasn't Christmas time, I would buy it. I'll be playing it immediately. So. Well, I'm happy for you, and I'm happy that uh, I'm happy this game's looking good. I'm excited for it. Me too. All right, Josh. Here's what I'm gonna tell you right now. I was preparing for today's show. Okay. I was on the gaming leaks and and gaming leaks and rumors subreddit. Mm-hmm. My man. I saw some stuff about Grasshopper Manufacturer. Uh oh. I did that. I'm doing this at the end of the show because it's not a story I want to talk about as like a main topic or something, but I just want you to know how excited I am for this. Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Josh, I saw a thread that said Grasshopper Manufacturer is doing an alien game. Like alien franchise game? Yeah. And in that thread... Apparently, someone on the Grasshopper Twitter was like, nah, that ain't true, yo. I work for Grasshopper. I just talked to Suda. That ain't true. But it was just like an intern that said this. So we don't know. But that's not why I'm excited, Josh. Okay. I'm going to stop the music because this is serious now. Josh. Apparently, the rumors are they're making Shadows of the Damned 2 right now. Oh. Oh. I can't believe it. So, wow. Okay. This. Well, hang on a second. The reason, just so everybody knows, the reason that you're so excited is because that is one of your favorite games of all time. Yeah, dude. So, here's the the skinny on this. So then, Give someone, it someone in the thread said, "Well, have you been watching their dev diaries? It looks like they're actually making a sequel to Shadows of the Damned." And right then, I went, "I'm sorry." <laughs> What? 
They're doing and then, what now? And then you went and watched all their dev diaries. So the dev diaries are in Japanese. And that's yeah. why I haven't seen them. And also their channel is like not even like, I don't know, like they're not promoting this shit. So I went on and I was at work. So I just watched it with the sound off. And they're like showing like some of the character designs that they're doing. And they look like hellish monsters. And it's like, it, it makes sense, dude. In the background of their computer. So it's like in their studio. They're showing like this footage, like shot from a phone. And in the background, everyone's wallpaper is like this high school. It's like a high school or like a university logo that they've created. Mm -hmm. And every computer has the same image. Dude, the logo of the mascot, like the mascot of the school is a strawberry. And Shadows of the Damned is like, that's like the snack of the demons, dude. They like strawberries. Right. I do Dude. remember that. And they've made references in some of the uh, No More Heroes games to, to yeah. um, Shadows of the Damned. I'm so goddamn excited. I I, I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Look at him. He's giddy. So I just wanted to hit you with that before well, that, we end the show. That makes us have to revisit the the talks of us, you know, playing Shadows of the Damned on, on stream. I, I Now, I do own it. I own a yeah. physical... It is like one of the few physical games that I own on disc. Yeah, for Xbox, right? For Xbox. And I played maybe an hour or two of it. Right. When I got it. I got it for real cheap on eBay years ago. So my here's my thing. I'm in the middle, or I need, I think I need, I need one more playthrough of that game, and I get the Platinum Trophy. On PS3? So I'm thinking, dude, I'm almost thinking. Break out of PS3? Oh, dude, you're fucking lost, brother. I need that platinum. Holy shit. It's going to take you 80 years just to boot that baby up. Dude, I also almost have all the achievements on Xbox because I did the same thing. Wow. Because um, the 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 uh, difficulty trophies don't stack. Oh. And that's that's why. Oh. I have every achievement and trophy in that game except beat the game on X. Yeah. And I've beaten it on the hardest on both consoles. It's like easy mode. I have to beat on both. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would like to stream stream that with you that's an underrated game oh yeah and the fucking the in, the grasshopper people the 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 interns and stuff on twitter they keep tweeting out apparently they're live streaming shadows of the damned on twitch they're doing like a full playthrough of it right now i'm like dude it's happening like this is happening so anyway we're gonna do it too yeah we're gonna well, live stream shadows of the damned there you have it i mean that that all sounds pretty compelling to me i'm happy for you should be I'm, good i'm so happy dude shadow this of the damn interests me a lot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking cry, dude. You fucking Mark. That's me. I'm Mark, wow. dude. Um, um, you know, if you, um, I was watching. Actually, speaking of Digital Foundry earlier in the show, I was watching, um, a Digital Foundry um, tech review of Evil West. Yeah, how and is I was that watching, game? I was watching that, and I was like, man, I don't have any interest in playing this, but I feel like this is a game that Brett would really like. Dude, I've been seeing some gameplay of it on TikTok, and I'm like, yeah. damn, I kind of... I was watching... I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks yeah. fine. But I was watching, I was like, man, this looks like a Brett game. Yeah, so... I think it I think it does look like a me <laughs> game. Um, it seems yeah. very um, Shadows of the Dam-esque with some of its mechanics and stuff like that. And also, and it's, it's just very... like... Like, it's a very old school, like, this is a video game. This is, this is a video game's top. video game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah. I don't know. Just... Uh, very cool. Thought I mentioned that. So... Uh, Listen, we got a lot of big stuff coming up. So first of we all, do. if you're not subscribed 
or following us or whatever, whatever, wherever you're watching, you should subscribe or follow. So whether that's yeah. YouTube, whether that's Twitch, whether that's Spotify, whether that's Apple, Apple Podcasts, whether that's Google Podcasts, whatever it's called, um, you should be following us or subscribe to us because we have some big stuff coming. We're going to be doing a prediction special for the Game Awards. We're not going to be streaming the Game Awards. If we do, it's going to be small. It's not going to be a big production. Um, I did apply to be a co-streamer. I, I don't know if we're going to do it or not, but okay, stay tuned for that one. We should but have the, next Tuesday, though, a prediction special for it, though. Yeah, yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. That's a definite, yeah. right? We're going to predict who we think is going to win because we're always right. You have to be right. But then the other thing I want to mention, what's wrong? Dogecoin is skyrocketing. What? What's it at? 15? 26 cents. What? Which is the highest it's been since it launched. I'm going to sell right now, dude. I've been trying to offload that. Well, there you go, Dogecoin. Um, We'll talk about that off offline. Sorry. I just no. I, I got the notification on my phone. And uh, it's now at 27 cents. Don't sell. I'm holding. Anyway. All right. Um, My God, I, I literally have a lot of money now in my Robinhood account. Um, The other big thing, we are going to be doing a episode of Have to Cast, a little interview, a little podcast with Josh Rubin, the writer, director, and actor of films such as Scare Me, Werewolves Within, uh, Blood Relatives. So be on the lookout for that. That's going to come out the week of probably like the 13th. Uh, we don't, we, I don't know. We're going to, we're going to record it. So we don't know when it's going to come out, but, uh, be on the lookout for that. That's exciting. Big news, big stuff going on. Uh, going to be talking about his latest projects that he's been in, including blood relatives. And, um, he's just a cool guy. He's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. He's, he's a good guy. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to chatting with him. Yeah. And I look forward to chatting with you again next week, Josh. All right. Sounds good. Anything else? Every Tuesday, 630. Thanks for coming. We love you. See you later. Wow. That's a great song Goodbye. you have here. Really, uh, really fits the mood. Oh, I still yes. have the, uh, the wolf image up. That's for Josh Rubin. What does the wolf mean? Josh Rubin. That was the teaser that we did. Because of Werewolves Within. No? Yes? I can barely hear you over the music. Ah. It's much quieter on my end. I am 11. <laughs> Alright. That's it.